0: Welcome back kids to the With Joe Eby podcast Uh, We're going to keep going The theme on extrinsic and intrinsic And talk about viral insecurity Which builds very nicely on the last episode Specifically the loud and the quiet The loud and the quiet What's Joe on about today? So let's unpack a little bit of a, a trend An unfortunate trend in society And I think... This was, I read recently, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck And they talked about, he talked about this a little bit in the book as well And we've got this whole self-esteem movement that came through society And now, personal development is a very broad space But there is definitely a subsection of personal development Which is what I call kind of rah-rah or very woo-ha um, <laughs> Only on appears suffice for that personal development And it's basically, to run through an example Step one So you got people For this high octane Kind of pump up Brand of personal development Right You got people who come in Looking for more Obviously Looking for more And what happens With all this pumping And and the chest beating And the Whatever All the crazy stuff That happens Rather than the focused And dedicated stuff And all the hyping And everything like that is you kind of I find that there's an exacerbation of narcissism. Okay, narcissism is the kind of unhealthy ideas in our own importance, Alright Narcissism slash ego. So a lot of time this is given a boost in this in this ra ra personal development in the self esteem movement because it's basically saying maybe you don't feel enough right now, maybe your life is lackluster. Here's why your life can be great and you can go out and accomplish and smash this and etc etc etc. And it's this idea of self-importance that's actually being enhanced. It's the you're special, you can do anything you want message. Now, from the outside, it seems very innocent, doesn't it? I would actually argue, though, it's anything but positive, and it's actually harmful. You're not aided by improving your conceptualization of your self-importance. That is, you're not aided by looking at seeing yourself as being more important than you are now. It's probably the opposite. It's dropping the need to be important. And that's when you can get back to accepting yourself for who you are. And then as far as you work, doing the work that needs to be done. But you get this rah-rah movement. So what it is, is it's it's that I've got to have my life together. So you get a lot of people here becoming life coaches, often very young. Again, this is so funny that I scheduled this episode and it was in the book yesterday that I was reading. And, you know, it's very, it's very attractive and it's kind of like a drug. It's kind of like cocaine and it's filling the, the empty jars, right? Which we talked about from an episode before. It's filling you on the inside. For these people who are attracted to this personal development movement, a lot of them become part of it. They become coaches themselves. They're, they're hooked. And it's a convenient way of saying, I've got my life together. And what that does, by being the coach to more people, right? now you're the coach to other people instead of coming to the rah-rah events, you're the rah-rah person pumping energy into people. But you, as a young life coach or personal development guru, need to have your shit together because you're supposed to be the coach of it. You're supposed to be the master. So what you've done is guaranteed there's more eyeballs on you And also guarantee that you can't show weakness. When really you haven't solved the problem. You've inflated the need to feel important. You've inflated the need to feel important. Which means you need to cater for more importance as judged by you and how you view yourself. Which again, the short term strategies get more eyeballs on me. If people are looking at me and people are taking advice from me, I'm doing well. But you haven't dealt with the problem. You've just created the need for more. Again, the leaky, the leaky heavy jars. You've got a heavy, heavier jar that's leaking way too fast, so you need more and more. And who do you attract to rah-rah? You attract other people who are weak. And now, because everyone's pretending they've got their life together, you've got these people from the outside who feel even worse because they're comparing themselves to all the people that look like they have their life together. It's the ultimate iceberg effect. No one sees the darkness beneath the surface, and then you get this kind of rampant feedback, reality distortion field, absolute cyclone of all this insecurity, whoosh, swiveling around and around and around, and it gets worse and worse. People actually become more insecure through rara, hype up personal development. But the problem is, the people who are content people who read Anthony DeMello on weekends are quiet so they're not visible in the public eye they don't have as much of a drive for Instagram followers they don't have as much of a drive to get eyeballs on them but the problem is the ones who are insecure or not necessarily insecure but hooked on extrinsic rewards like drugs so they're not the same thing but they're they're comorbid they're loud they're in everyone's face, and that's the example that gets set. So in other words, that's the visible role model a lot of the time. The people that are quiet who are the great role models. I think about someone like my grandfather, the poor guy, you know, worked hard his whole life, immigrant, struggled financially, sacrificed for the sake of his family, his five daughters and my grandmother, never said a word, was just content to just garden, Loved just loved being in his garden, lived such a humble and small-noted life. But, you know, no one's heard of him. He is a great example. Compassionate, never said a bad word about anyone. But he's quiet. But the examples a lot of us get set are the loud, but the loud are the dangerous ones. They reinforce others. There are celebrities who are big influencers who have the respect of plenty of people. But I I know I just look at them, especially the ones that are really rah-rah or are not clear in the message they're putting out, And the content they put out in the world. And actually think they're probably doing more harm than good. So let's unpack that idea. It's the loud. Creates the need for self-importance. But when you've got eyeballs on you. You've got more attention. But you've also got more comparison. And we've talked about about that a lot on the podcast. That comparison between other people. Oh wow. So. That's a problem, and I call it viral insecurity. It's kind of like a virus, kind of like COVID or something like that. It's actually contagious, and it can compound. See, insecurity spreads insecurity. Because people wanting to feel full often make themselves feel full at the expense of others, outside of their awareness. They feel the need to criticize, make others feel inferior. If i put you down it's me up it's zero sum game it's subtle it's intricate and it's deadly but that's the world we live in so it's the whole grass is greener syndrome it's like you're looking at the neighbor who has a better life than you from what you can tell when you look over the fence it makes you feel shit about yours because you because theirs is so good And they're they're putting it in your face They're doing everything they can to rub it in your face They keep upgrading things, right? It looks better and better Really, they keep upgrading things Because they're so fucking empty Because otherwise, why would you keep updating things? Most of the time, it's fueled by emptiness So they feel shit But then their feeling shit helps you make Helps make you feel shit You just got two losers and no winners And that, much like COVID Is a virus we all have to fight. But the problem is the great exemplars in society, people I look up to most, no one knows. No one knows most of my heroes. You know, most of them aren't public figures. A lot of them, and there's a lot of wise people, you know, Socrates didn't believe in writing all his ideas, because he didn't like the permanence of the written form. It was actually, uh, I think it was Plato, sorry, but also others. I think it was principally Plato who, Aristotle or Plato? I think it was Plato who really wrote a lot about them. Same with Jesus didn't write. You know, it was St. Paul influenced and a lot of the other, and I think St. Paul influenced a lot of the other followers to write their accounts in the Gospels. Jesus himself was not a so much of a big distributor he was content his principle was when two or more of you are gathered in my name you know I'm present he was the small the quiet he wasn't loud and needed the attention again because when you're secure you know what, what do you want attention for you're secure and it's aloneness we talked about in a couple of um, a couple of episodes ago so wow just seeing if I have any other notes here um, it's the same. Sorry, as I'm talking, I've got someone abseiling down the windows outside, which is kind of funny. Hey, there he is. <laughs> so yeah, the the successful, the whole thing about successful. That's another example. We'll probably talk about that in podcast episodes to come. But, yeah, it's this whole dynamic of the loud and the quiet. And that's the, that's the real point I wanted to get across today. So my reflection question today is, you know, all right, there are people who are out there who are loud. And they might be loud because they've got a good message to say. Right? So someone like a, for me, I guess examples like a Jordan Peterson or some, someone like that, Sam Harris's, create a huge benefit to society, Right. Um they're, cer- they're certainly vocal, but I don't think it doesn't look like it's out of insecurity and they have very clear messages. But there are th- there are other examples. or you know, they're not just public figures I'm referring to, but a lot of the people on your social media breeding insecurity, you know, the people up, uploading images uh, image after image of how amazing their life is. And you know what the beauty is? You subscribe or unsubscribe to all the fucking information in the world. There's a lot of information right now. There's a lot of loud, insecure people spreading the virus. Now, a good thing you can do, which I've started doing, is just unfollowing and unsubscribing from the fuckers. All right? They're going through their own battle and it's not nice. They might not even realize it. Maybe they're just hooked on extrinsic drugs or caught in extrinsic traps. You're not going to help them by following them. You know, you've got to not wire your brain with that shit. You've got to unsubscribe and unfollow and maybe subscribe to other stuff instead. I mean, the other day I just deleted all the social media, the last social media apps off my phone, even though I use social media for work and the podcast. They've gone off my phone. It's amazing because I watched this video, which is like, why why are you circuiting your brain and conditioning your brain to think short term? Which is what social media is trying to wire your brain to do. So, what do you need to unsubscribe from? What do you need to unfollow? What's loud? Maybe what we need in our world is actually a whole group of people who are just fucking quiet. Not trying to push shit on you. Not needing your eyeballs to validate themselves. And if your eyeballs weren't available, they wouldn't be able to grab those drugs and they'd have to look somewhere else. It's amazing when sometimes you think the best thing you can do is just shut up, step back, and remove yourself. This has been another episode of the With Joe Eby podcast. It's a daily episode. If you need more, you can check out the blog, www.withjoeby.com forward slash blog. But above and beyond everything else, until we're back again tomorrow, please remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others.